To all who come to this happy place. It all started when I was just 13 years of age. One day, while walking with some friends, I accidentally cut the cheese. Well, in my adolescent awkwardness, I blamed it on an old gypsy woman who happened to be passing by. Big mistake! The gypsy woman placed a curse upon my head. Because I'd smelt it, she decreed I would forevermore be he who dealt it! Welcome. We've got all the vital information for you. The poop to do review for number one and for number two. The poop to do review. If you love the loose that are at Disney. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the poop de doo Review Podcast. I am your host, Lou Review Matt, and man, I have missed you guys so much. Where have you been? Ah, it's like there's a pandemic going on or something and everybody's hiding. No, no, seriously, I, uh, uh, before we get started, let me, uh, please accept my apology for not uh, making a podcast episode for some time. For that matter, please accept my apologies for the absolute uh, scarcity of new uh, blog posts on the WW Lou Review uh, blog that we have online as well. I, uh, along with many people, not just in America, but all across the world, uh, our lives have changed probably forever to some degree. And uh, as I've mentioned previously, I'm an ER doctor, emergency medicine physician, um, and this pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic has really uh, changed uh, everything. Uh, I've changed jobs. Uh, I am doing a lot more traveling. In fact, you may you may be able to tell I'm on the road right now. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but the reality is uh, that reality has dictated uh, my life and chewed up a lot of my free time. And since I don't get paid to do the blog or the podcast, uh, I, I've had to put them on the back burner. I know that I'm not alone in this, and I know a lot of you find yourselves having to put hobbies or uh, things that you would ordinarily enjoy aside to try and make ends meet uh, during the midst of this COVID-19 crisis. And all I can say is I'm there with you. Uh, I feel your pain. I've had to do the same thing, and I'm looking forward to much better days. Uh, I think that the, you know the good news is from, from the perspective of a physician, with each day we draw closer to uh, more effective treatments and a better understanding of how this virus works. And I do hope someday that we'll have a vaccine uh, to, uh, to protect uh, all of us and our loved ones. Until then though, we have got to hang on to the things that might make life worth living. Uh, for me, it's my family um, and uh, the people that I love in this world. Uh, and uh, f that also includes uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, which, uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you love it too. And one of the things I think we should all grab onto are things that we have, we share, that we uh, have common ground. And uh, certainly one of the things we all do at Disney World is use the bathroom. So I thought, why not? Why not make another episode? It's time. It's time we got back to number one and number two at Disney Parks and Resorts uh, because we all do it and we can all, uh, you know, sh share this passion that we have for uh, pooping and peeing at our uh, favorite place on earth. And uh, maybe it'll bring us all a little closer together, a kumbaya moment, if you will. 
Uh, as you can probably tell, I'm not in my studio. <laughs> I'm actually on the road today. I'm driving through Mississippi onto my next job assignment. Uh, but I was sitting here and I was struck with inspiration, whether uh, a good idea or not, I'm not sure, but I thought it's time. It's time to record a new episode because I could hear the huddled masses crying out for more discussion of the bathrooms at Disney parks and resorts. And what kind of man would I be if I did not answer that cry? So folks, here's our new episode. What are we gonna talk about today? Well, again, I've been driving, thinking about what to talk about, uh, but listen, let's just go back to Epcot. It's certainly, it's my favorite park, indulge me in that. I hope it's your favorite park too, or at least ranks among the top two. I know there are some people out there, some of those of us among us who, who don't really appreciate Epcot. Uh, I think those who don't are probably uh, those who are more true theme park people, people who just wanna ride rides and experience the thrills. And that's fine, that's fine. I certainly don't fault you <coughs> too much for that attitude. But if you, uh, for those of us that really adore Epcot, we adore it for what it is, for what it was, for what it was supposed to be, and you know, I for what it's about to become too. I think there's a lot of good things coming our way. Um, so uh, let's go to Epcot uh, where we can answer a very important question. Now, guys, listen, this is a, this is a tough question. I mean, Many people know the answer to the question I'm about to pose. And in fact, I would say that there, are some, there have been some very heated arguments uh, over the correct answer to this question, whether choice A is better than choice B or vice versa. Uh, you know, I don't know. I certainly know what my answer is to this question and I'll share it with you uh, momentarily. But let me just say that whatever, the correct answer is whatever you think uh, is the correct answer. Um, and I hope that no blood has ever been shed over arguments over what the right answer is to this question. But let's quit talking about, you know, vagaries. Let's get down to it. And the question is, when you head to World Showcase, do you go left to Mexico or right to Canada? Boom! Just dropped a bombshell on you. Uh, this is a big one, right? This is a big one. Now, in truth, when we make this decision, we consider everything about each pavilion, right? We might consider the food, or the alcohol, or the music, or the attractions, you know? And certainly, that plays a huge role in your answer to go right or left. But we're not doing that today. We are gonna make our decision based solely upon the bathrooms at Canada and Mexico. So I encourage you to put the other factors out of your mind and we're going to discuss only the bathrooms and make our decision based only upon the bathrooms. And I hope that you'll enjoy listening to me discuss this issue with uh, myself and I encourage you to discuss it with me as well. Uh, just don't do it in a public place like on the subway or you'll get some strange looks or maybe get arrested, I don't know. All right, so I'm gonna go left first. Now, that is not necessarily my favorite answer, but I think it's, for reasons you're about to hear, I think it's much easier to discuss the restrooms in Mexico first, because the Canadian options are a little complicated. I know, who thought the bathroom choices would be complicated? Trust me, it's complicated at World Showcase. So let's say, let's, we're going left, all right? We're going left and uh, we're walking along and oh, there's, there's Odyssey Pavilion off to our left. Oh, it's amazing. I love Odyssey. It's a great place. Uh, but we're not going there today. We're 
We're not going there today, even though they got new bathrooms there. But uh, we're not we're not going there. Uh, we're going we're going straight. And as we get closer, we draw close ever closer to the Central American pyramid that uh, is the uh, uh, as Walt would say the weenie for Mexico. And uh, we can start to smell. We can smell uh, we can smell the enchiladas or the corn chips uh, in the warmers, and we can uh, hear the blenders as people are being are getting uh, margaritas uh, made. And eventually we're we're there. Uh, and oh, maybe the mariachi band playing off of the distance, playing the greatest hits from Coco. Uh, it's it's a great approach, right? We all, uh, for me, walking into Mexico, I get excited. You know, you just kind of get revved up for for what's to come at World Showcase. So we're we're walking into Mexico, and uh, we we hit the pyramid. And now we have a choice: do we go right or left? What you say, right or left? Yeah, right or left. You know, Mexico doesn't have its own standalone bathroom. Uh, this is very different from places like Norway or Morocco or Germany that just kind of have a separate bathroom out there kind of by itself that you can go to. If you want to use the bathroom in Mexico, you're going to have to go inside somewhere. In this case, we're going inside the pyramid first. So we're going to make a left turn. We're going to head inside the pyramid. And who doesn't love this pyramid, right? I mean, it's amazing. The, just the feeling of walking into a plaza. Uh, in, in Mexico and seeing vendors and hearing music and looking at the bars and the restaurant in front of you. I mean, it's, it's just an amazing view. And then, of course, there's a pyramid off in the distance, too. I mean, it's just, I, I love it. I, I love it. And, and I don't, I, I can't think of many people who don't like that just general experience walking in to, to the courtyard there in, in, inside the pyramid. But where's the bathroom in the pyramid? Well, it's in uh, uh, it's the San Angel Inn, all right? So, yes, you, you've got to walk through a restaurant to get to the bathroom. Now, there's a hostess stand right there, a host or hostess stand right there. And, uh, you know, they're kind of standing guard to the restaurant. But if you simply say, hey, I need to use the restroom, they will let you through. And once you walk through the host stand, you turn right, and then you walk down a couple stairs, and then you turn right again, and then the bathroom's right there. Um, and I will tell you right now, these are one of my favorite bathrooms uh, at Epcot, and probably in the top 10, maybe 15 on property. Um, it's a it's a really good experience in there. Uh, first of all, it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Again, not many people realize that they're there because they're kind of tucked away in a corner in the bathroom, a uh, corner of the restaurant rather. And so you've got to you've got to know that it's there before you can use it. Once you go in there, as a result, it's clean uh, because it's just not heavily trafficked. And not only that, but it's uh, it's very well themed. The tile work is great. There's lots of colors in there. There's some music going on in there. Uh, and overall, I, I, it's a great experience to go to the bathroom. Um, La Cava does not have a bathroom, and, and none of the other shops have a bathroom either. Uh, and there's no bathroom in the queue to the Grand Fiesta Tour. So the, if, you, if you're inside the pyramid, this is the only place you can you can go. And fortunately, it's a great place, all right? And uh, if you haven't used it, uh, definitely consider it. But also, I've reviewed this bathroom on the blog, and if you go to www.lubreview.com, and look up under Epcot, uh, St. Angel Inn, then you will find uh, a, a great review of the bathroom. All right, but what if we don't want to go to the pyramid? Well, first of all, who doesn't want to go to the pyramid? Uh, either way, let's say we're in Mexico and uh, we, we don't want to walk that far. Uh, and uh, so the other option is to turn right and go into Hacienda, Hacienda de uh, San Angel. And uh, there is a bathroom inside that restaurant as well. Now, once again, the restaurant is kind of outside anyway. There's a, a host or hostess stand 
it's kind of guarded. But once again, if you just explain, you're going to the bathroom, nobody's going to stop you, they understand, and you walk in. Now this bathroom's a little busier, uh, mainly because the restaurant's fairly busy, but also uh, it's just easier to access from World Showcase. Uh, and so you walk in, and, and once again, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, despite being busy, it's very, it's pretty clean. And once again, you can, you've got some Mexican music uh, being piped in, and it's very colorful, probably more colorful than the bathroom at uh, Saint Angel Inn. Um, again, it's a little busier, so it may not be quite as clean as the one inside the pyramid, but still an excellent choice. And overall. You know, if somebody were to blindfold you and then drop you or teleport you into these bathrooms, if you open your eyes, you would know what pavilion you were at immediately. So they're very well themed, and overall, both are excellent choices for Mexico. But that's it. Uh, again, no, no freestanding bathroom in the Mexican pavilion. But excellent choices. All right, let's go ahead and turn a 180-degree turn. We're going to go back the way we came from, back past the Odyssey, and we're going to head on over to Canada. Now, Canada to me is one of those pavilions that you either love or hate. I think Mexico, as a general rule, is universally appreciated uh, by, I would say, uh, most people who go to Epcot and who enjoy Epcot. Canada, however, I think is a little different. Personally, I like it, um, but I think a lot of people feel like, aside from Canada far and wide, there's just not a whole lot there. But, uh, but the, you know, I, I enjoy the, the architecture, I enjoy the landscaping, I love the waterfall. Uh, and I'm a big fan of La Celle. I know a lot of people think it's overrated, but I, I really love uh, their filet there with the mushroom risotto. I mean, I just feel like you can't go wrong. Plus, big fan of poutine. So uh, it's one of my favorite places to eat uh, on property. And let's just talk about the bathrooms there. So they, first of all, many people don't even think that there are bathrooms in Canada at all. And uh, the reality is that the only for sure Canadian bathroom is the one inside La Salle. Now, if you've been to La Salle, you know it's a trek to get there. I mean, it's definitely more of a pain in the backside to get to the bathroom inside La Salle than it is to get to the bathroom inside the pyramid in Mexico. Uh, first of all, it's well off the beaten path. There's a long, uh, steady decline, you know, sidewalk that you have to walk to get to the, to the rest to, to the restaurant but not only that but the bathroom is tucked way inside the restaurant too um, and I, I think that for most people they would probably just hold it until they got to the standalone bathroom at the right across from Rosa Crown pub in Great Britain moreover I have reviewed this bathroom and uh, I, I find it lacking that's not to say there's not a place to use the bathroom, but in terms of aesthetic, it seems tired and outdated. Uh, there's a lot of burnt orange in this bathroom. Moreover, it's very small. One stall, if I remember correctly, and one urinal uh, for men, probably two stalls for women, but that's it. Um, so not only is it way out of the way, it also is somewhat lackluster in its theming, and the reality is if you were knocked out and then your body was dumped inside there and you woke up, you would have no idea where you were at because there's just nothing about that bathroom that screams Canada. So the theming is, is definitely lackluster and needs improvement. And I've pointed that out on my review on the blog. Now, is that all, is that all we have to choose from in Canada? Uh, well, that all depends upon your perspective. That all depends upon where you consider Canada beginning. So when we turn, let's go back. When we go to Mexico, we have quite a ways to walk before we get to Mexico. When we go to Canada, 
we have to walk by Refreshment Port. Now, is Refreshment Port a part of Canada? I contend that it is. I will argue that it is till blue in the face. Why? Well, because they serve Canadian cuisine. You can get poutine there. Poutine is not an American food. It's a Canadian invention. And as a result, I consider Refreshment Port to be a, uh, a counter-service uh, restaurant in the Canadian Pavilion. Now, Refreshment Port used to have what, what was, in my opinion, the armpit of bathrooms at Walt Disney World. Not just Epcot, but the entire property. That bathroom, thank, and thank goodness it's closed now, the bathroom directly adjacent to Refreshment Port was awful. Always busy, always dirty. There was always some sort of liquid on the floor that was unidentifiable. What, what is that liquid? I venture a guess, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, it, it was just not ideal. It was never big enough to accommodate the crowds. Uh, there was always a wait in there, and once and not at all themed to, to Canada at all. Thankfully, about a year and a half ago, uh, the, the Department of Blue Imagineering built a new refreshment port bathroom. Uh, this one is just uh, still fairly close to refreshment port, but it's a standalone, and it is much larger, much cleaner, much more modern, and and. And, uh, and overall, just a better evacuation experience, in my opinion. Now, it's not necessarily themed to Canada, uh, but it is still uh, head and shoulders above what the refreshment port offering was just uh, you know uh, two years ago. So it's it's a good experience. Um, if you haven't used it yet, you definitely should. I haven't had a chance to review it uh, yet, but I've got photographs, and um, it's, uh, it's it's good. It's good. Uh, I think you'll find it. Uh, Definitely passable, probably uh, exceeding expectations when you go there. So we, I think, in my opinion, I have to consider that bathroom as part of Canada, and so I have to weigh, put that on the scale and weigh it against the two offerings in Mexico. Now, there's one other bathroom I want to talk to you about that you may also choose to consider to be part of Canada. Um, the jury is still out on this. I, I know I have my opinion, but I want to bring it up. So, as you walk towards Great Britain there once you get past the stage where uh, you know the lumberjacks or you know whoever's performing nowadays on the stage uh, there's a Joffrey stand and then uh, if you look to your right you will see two very large uh, wooden doors hinged wooden doors that are closed I'd say probably 80% of the time what is beyond those doors well only a lucky few know what is there, but let me tell you, there's quite an experience beyond the doors. So beyond the doors uh, is a large kind of, uh, oh, I don't want to say, but it's just a large convention type building. Um, they typically have special events there. Uh, during food and wine, there are cooking classes there. Um, uh, a lot of corporates, uh, well, there's a lot of, there's some corporate retreats or special dinners there. For example, a lot of corporations, if they have a convention in Orlando, uh, they will rent out Epcot for an evening, shut it down to uh, the regular guests and only people that are, are conventioneers are allowed to go to Epcot. Many times they will have that area open uh, and there's a building back there where they will, they will have food or a buffet or, you know, what, what have you. Um, and then uh, they used to, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but before the marathon, they would allow, uh, they would have a pasta party there. So the marathoners could carb load the night before, and, uh, and it was kind of a special event too. 
it's a unique building and, and it's kind of cool in there, but what I want to talk about, naturally, given the nature of the podcast, are the bathrooms. This, these bathrooms, guys, are the absolute biggest bathrooms that I have seen on property. A monumental experience to walk in there. I, 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 I would venture to guess it's probably 60 to 70 yards long. I mean, we're talking almost a football field long inside this bathroom. Uh, greater than 20 stalls, uh, more than that of urinals. The largest baby changing station I've ever seen in a men's bathroom is there. It is magnificent. Uh, and that's saying a lot when you're talking about a bathroom. Um, I, I, I think that probably the closest, the closest experience that I can relate that to walking in there the first time, I, I think any performer walking on stage at Carnegie Hall is just, you know, even if it's just for rehearsal, is just struck by the grandeur of the venue and uh, the acoustics and the same thing can be said for this bathroom it is certainly grand the acoustics are awesome because of its size now there's no theming it's it's nice uh, but it's kind of a tired old Epcot theme which I, I personally find endearing but it, there's no there's no uh, maple leaves in there to, to orient you to Canada nonetheless it it's a huge bathroom now the million dollar question is is this bathroom part of Canada As much as I would like to attribute this special venue bathroom to the Canada Pavilion, I don't think it is. Moreover, I don't think it's part of Great Britain either. I think it's its own entity. It is a neutral party, a, a Switzerland of bathrooms, if you will. Uh, if, if there was a Switzerland Pavilion, that would be it. It's not taking sides. It's a great bathroom, but I think it just is its own thing. And to attribute it to any either of its neighbors is probably uh, just a, a kind of a, a beleaguered attempt to try and score points here. So I, I can't consider it. So that, that's it. We've got two bathrooms in Canada, Refreshment Port and La Salle, and we have two bathrooms in Mexico, uh, the St. Angel Inn and the Hacienda de Angel. Uh, uh, so the question then is, based upon bathroom merits only, which direction do we go? Let's say we're walking towards World Showcase. We're feeling great, but all of a sudden we are struck with an urge. Nature is calling. We must answer. Do we go right or left? Now, we're not about to have uh, a, an accident. We have a little time. So we have time briefly to consider aesthetics, location, theming, what have you. And we have to decide are we veering right or veering left? And I'll, I'll be honest, guys, to me personally, and I'm only speaking for myself here, there's no contest. We're going to Mexico. Uh, the theming is top-notch. The bathroom uh, is large enough to accommodate uh, more than just one, one or two people, and uh, it's still not heavily trafficked. They are uh, universally clean, and the trek inside the pyramid in particular is just uh, well worth a few extra steps to go to the bathroom. Uh, I would venture to say I would go use the bathroom uh, in the pyramid, They've given the option 100% of the time over going to the bathroom in Norway. And that's not to say the new Norway bathrooms are bad. I just like the Mexico bathrooms better. So, now it's time, folks, to take a hard look in the mirror. Look at yourself in the eyes and ask yourself, which bathroom are you going to use? Where are you going to go if you got to go number one or number two? Are you a loyalist to our northern neighbor? Or are you heading south of the border? 
Only you can answer this question. But I hope that you found our time together enlightening, guys. I know I did. Uh, I, uh, when I, whenever I do these podcasts, I, I, as, as I talk through things, I learn more and more about, uh, I don't want to say myself, <laughs> but more and more about my preferences uh, uh, as far as uh, going number one or number two at Walt Disney World. And I hope that you do too. But at the end of the day, this is supposed to be fun. And uh, I hope that at least uh, sparked some thoughts in your mind. And at the very, and also at the very least, took you back to a place that you love and are looking forward to uh, visiting again, hopefully sometime soon. Guys, that'll wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you so much for putting up with the background noise. Hopefully I'll have a studio set up soon where we can uh, record more quiet and more professionally done episodes. But, uh, but I just couldn't wait any longer. I wanted to get back to y'all and uh, wanted to share a few quality moments with you talking about bathrooms at Disney Parks and Resorts. Guys, as I always say at the conclusion of the blog and now the podcast, bottoms down and thumbs up. I'll catch you next time. Bye now.